The Bible says, Now it happened after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, cross over this Jordan, you and all of this people, into the land which I am given them, to the sons of Israel, I have given you every place on which the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness of Arabia in the south and this Lebanon in the north, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and as far as the great sea towards the west shall be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you as long as you live. Just as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you or abandon you. Verse 6, be strong and comforted and courageous. For you will give this people as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers. To them give them. Only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from, the, from it to the right or to the left so that you may prosper and be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read it night, day and night, so that you may be careful to do in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. This morning I want to talk to us on the subject that I have titled Transitional Phase. When I move, you move. A transitional phase. I want to make mention this morning that there is nothing when a person lives, walks in the word of God, lives and walks by faith. There is no such thing as an accident or a coincidence, but things happen according to the providence of God. When you and I live and walk in the paths of righteousness, those things that happen in our lives are put there or allowed to be there because God wants them there. There's something called the law of divine economy. Now the law of divine economy states this, that God does not do anything for nothing. Everything that God does, it is for a purpose, for a reason. I want you to know even today as you and I are in what is called a transitional phase, you need to know that what is taking place right now is not an accident. 
You need to know what is taking place right now. It's not a coincidence. You need to know that it is the providence of God. Joshua uh, lived to be 110 years old. Moses lived to be 120 years old. Moses spent 40 years in Egypt. He spent the next 40 years in Midian. And then he spent the next 40 years in the wilderness with God's hard-headed children. Joshua spent 20 years in slavery in Egypt. He comes and when Joshua is 60 years old, Moses dies, Joshua has to wait all of those years in order for him to be able to take leadership of God's people. God had Moses to come and to take him to the Red Sea. He had Moses to come and take him over and across the Red Sea. But when he brought Joshua into the transitional phase, he had Joshua to do another appointed purpose. And he took them into Canaan land. You and I this morning, we're trying to go to heaven. That's our Canaan's land. And sometime while we get there, there are some red seas that we got to cross. Sometimes there are some, some things that we got to get over. But there is God's purpose that lies before us. One of the things that I've learned in my 46 years of living is this, is that the need of the church must come before my wants. And let me say it on this side. You, you didn't get it on over here. The need of the church must come before my wants. It is about what does the church needs versus what I want. I think Jesus was the greatest example when he says, not my, but thine will be done. I think we leave them two words at the end, be done. And once it is done, then watch this here, it benefits everybody. Oh, very interesting chapter. Don't go there, but 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is a very powerful, powerful chapter because it speaks of the functioning body. It deals with the body parts. It deals with the church, the greater part, the sum of the whole, right? The church is our sum. You and I make up the parts to that particular sum, but it is not about you, you, or you, but it's about the church. It's always about the what? The body. Let me give an example. The brother Steph speaks in tongues. <laughs> and he has no interpreter. Then he must be what? He must be silent. And the Bible says he must speak to himself. Now, the reason why I said that is because of this. Tongues, if it is a gift for the church, and it was, if it was a gift for the church, like all of the other gifts in the church, Paul teaches the church that all of the gifts were not for the one who had the gift. But the gifts was for edifying of the church. 
It is always greater. The purpose is always greater than the person who possesses the gift. Because your gift is not for yourself. Your gift is to be shared towards everybody else. Transitional phase, point number one. Joshua, as they moved from one leadership into another leadership, God says to Joshua, he says, I want you to be courageous. He says, I want you to be what? Strong and courageous. Because there are some things that is coming uh, that you have to have these qualities. You have to be strong and you have to be what? Courageous. And he tells him, uh, like, just like I was with my servant Moses. That must have been comforting to Joshua. I am going to be with who? With you. I am going to be with you in every moment, every time possessed, everything you do, wherever your foot walk. I am going to be there with you just like I was who? Was with Moses. I will be with you. No God is real. Joshua, be real to God and be not ashamed. I think the first thing Joshua would tell us is that I, I knew who God was. Oftentimes people say, I know about God, but do you really know God? There's a difference between knowing about somebody and knowing the individual. As a Christian, you and I, our job is to get to know God. We as Christians need to understand God is real. We as Christians need to know that in return, you and I need to be real to God. In every aspect as he is real to us. But then we should not be ashamed to live and to speak on the behalf of God. You're either with God or you are standing in opposition against God. And Joshua here knew God because he spent 20 years in slavery until God sent Moses their way. And then he spent 40 years in the wilderness. And I like what God does with Joshua. Joshua becomes Moses' assistant. Moses assigned Joshua to fight against the Amalekites. God had Moses. Moses was a different servant than Joshua. Joshua was considered to be a general. Moses was more so as a prophet. Joshua was used to battle, to fight, to bring God's people further into where God wanted them to be. You and I need to know God is real. Be real to God and be not ashamed of our God. Do you know God this morning? Do you know the purpose of God? Do you know the will of God? Whatever that is, we walk in that direction. Point number two, watch this here. Courageous the God of the past is the God of our what? The God of the past is the God of our present. Joshua had to be reminded that 
The same God that was good to Moses is the same God that is going to be good to me. You cannot forget about the past. You know, when God brings us to a new challenge in life, one of the things we do, we get scary. We lose our faith. We start trembling, right? We start fretting. But I want you to know that the same God who blessed you back yonder is the same God who can bless you now. And oftentimes when life and it will present to us new challenges in this old world, sometimes we do like the crawfish. We start backing up away from God. We start backing up away from prayer. We start backing up away from the study of his word. We start backing up away from the worship of God. Whenever challenges come inside of our lives, uh, that is not the time to back up from God. Uh, that's the time to walk towards God. And Joshua had a great challenge on his hand. He's seen the acts of Moses, but he's seen the works of the people. And Joshua presents a new kind of leadership, but he had the same God. They had two different personalities, but by the same spirit. And I want you to know the God of the past, our God of the past is the God of our today. And God is the God of yesterday, and he is the God of today, and he will be the God forevermore, whether you stand with him or not. The thing about it is, church, God don't need me. I'm glad I know that. He don't need me. Don't get too comfortable because he don't need you as well. God is a self-sufficient God. You know, Brother Steph was teaching something on this morning, and I thought it was very powerful at that point, and many made great points in the class. But, you know, somebody brought up the, Brother Brown did, sacrifice and obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. <laughs> Obedience is better than sacrifice. And I got to thinking, I said, you know, God don't need, what, what God is going to do with a bull? I want you to think about that. When they made sacrifice lambs and doves, what, what? I want you to, that didn't do nothing for God. God doesn't need a dove. God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is not a man that he should lie. God doesn't need any sacrifices. God did that not for him. Uh, that was for the people. God says obedience. Now that does something for God. It shows God that you are committed to who I am. And it shows God that you are going to serve me regardless of what comes your way, what comes your direction. It makes no difference. You are on God's side. Master, here am I. So here it is. The God of the past is the God of our present. Don't forget about what God did for you 10 years ago. Don't forget about what God did for you 20 years ago. And if you're old enough, don't forget what God did for you 50 years ago. 
The same God that did it then is the same God who can do it now. And the same God who can do it now is the same God who can do it in your future. But what happens with us is, as human beings, we fret, we become afraid, we become scary, we lose our faith when life presents new challenges to us. But you shouldn't be afraid of new challenges. You should be excited because you're walking with the Lord and the shepherd. Even when you walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Can I tell you a secret? <laughs> when you're walking in the valley of the shadow of death, we forget about what's happening when we're walking in the valley of the shadow of death. We think the sky is falling. We think the doors are closing in. We think the walls are shutting in on our lives. Don't you like those movies when you know what's going to happen, right? You know what's going to happen in the end. But everything is, 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 is closing in, right? Everything is, 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 I remember watching these cartoons. And, and, and one was in an elevator and, and the doors, uh, uh, the, the walls were, were closing in and, and he was pacing all around trying to figure out how he was going to get out. How he was going, and then right when he was going to be squeezed, something happens. All of the walls fall down or something happens, right? When you're walking with the Lord in the valley of the shadow of death, we forget a very powerful, a very powerful thing. You cannot walk in the valley of death. Listen to me. You cannot have a shadow without having a light somewhere. <laughs> you, you can't have a shadow without having a light. Ooh, I wish I had. Man, I tell you. And the only thing we can see, thank you, brother, the only thing we can see while we're walking in the valley is the darkness around us, but we forget that you can't have a shadow if there is not presented a light in the midst of the shadow. Jesus is the light of the world. Everywhere you walk, when you think that the door is closing, when you think it is going to end up terrible, you need to understand, I'm walking in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Christ continuously cleanses us of all of our sins. I'm walking with the light. You don't have to worry about it. I'm in fellowship with him. I might be walking in a valley that is dark, but I'm walking with the light. I'm walking in the light. I'm walking with the shepherd of life. Point number three as I come to a close. Be courageous, have faith, and move forward. I just wondered what would have happened to the children of Israel if Joshua would have told God, you know, no, 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 Lord, we, we just going to stop right over here. Matter of fact, I wonder what would have happened if they would have said, no, Lord, let's Let's go back to where we came from. Let's just go backwards. We don't need to go forward. Here's the deal, church. You know, like I know, the goal was to get where? To Canaan. You can't turn around. Brother Hall, the older folk would say, we have come too far. 
to turn around now. And must I say today at the 5111 Hollywood Street Church of Christ in the capital city of Louisiana that we have come too far to turn around now. And I remember talking to Brother Young when I talked to him and he was telling me stories. And if you ever talk to Brother Young, he'll tell you a story. And then he'll tell you a story that you heard before. And he'll tell you that same story you heard before and he'll tell you say, Huh? Yeah. And he was telling me this story again. And he was telling me how the church started back in 82, 83. Hello, somebody. There are many churches who started back in 82, 83, and their doors is closed and the building has been sold. And somebody else other than the church worships in those buildings. But this church is still here. It has gone through transitional phases time after time again. Leaders have come and leaders have gone. Some have come, some have died. But here we are today because somebody made a decision. We are going forward. Amen, somebody. You don't turn back. You don't stand still. You go forward because we got somewhere to go. Now, 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 let me say this. When you're walking in the direction of God, everybody can't walk with you. Everybody, 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 everybody ain't fit for this journey. And let me tell y'all this. I have accepted that everybody ain't fit for the journey you're trying to go. And I ain't got no issue with it. But when Joshua stepped out on that soil, and he had those men and those women to move into Canaan. They lost, they lost the fight. But it wasn't because God was not with them. It's because they didn't talk to God before they did with what they did. And I remember Brother John and myself, we talked to God. We prayed before meetings, after meetings, asking God to be with us to make the decisions that is best not for him, not for me but for the church that belongs, but for the church that belongs, uh, but for the church that belongs uh, to Christ. This is Christ's church. Never, ever forget that. It belongs to Jesus. It ain't Vilsa's church. It ain't Brown's verse. It ain't Gather's church. It belongs to Jesus. Let it never be forgotten, whether we are here or dead, that the church of Christ that meets at Hollywood Street belongs to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. And whenever people, whether we're dead or gone, rise up in the church, you younger folk who will be here later on, you stand up in the church and you say, this church belongs to Jesus. Amen, somebody. God is a good God. <laughs> I'm telling you, God, God sees things before you and I can see it. You don't take Life, or God doesn't take life by surprise. It don't catch him by surprise. God already knows. God is already in the future because he holds it in the hollow of his hands. And this church is a good church, but it can be a better church. And I look across this church, you got all ages. You got small kids, you got 
You got, you got adults, you got teenagers, you got middle age, you got, you got everybody. You can be a greater church, but the decision is left upon you. Israel could have been a great people. The decision was left upon them. Guess what? Israel made a decision not to be a great people. They didn't have no faith in God. They made idols, start worshiping those idols. After God then took them out of 400 years of slavery. And then somebody said, why didn't you leave us back there? You were in slavery. Harriet Tugman said, I would have rescued most slaves if they only knew that they were slaves. If you're not a child of God, you come by hearing this word, believing the same, repenting your sins, confessing that Jesus is the Son of God, being placed in water baptism for the remission of your sins. You can become a member of the church if that's your desire. Why baptism? Because Jesus says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. If you got sin in your life and you say, today I want to make a change, you repent in your mind, you'd make a change in your life. You got struggles and you need prayer. You can ask the church. We'll pray for you, whether it be in person or whether it be online. That's my lesson to you today. Shall we get a stand and together shall we together sing? He's sweet, I know. He's